Welcome to About That Bible with Every Nation NYC. We are here to help you get more out of that Bible. We are reading a plan at the moment and you will find that plan in the notes if you want to follow along too and we're going to discuss different bits as we read along. You can also follow us on Instagram or Twitter at About That Bible or go to our website everynationnyc.org for all our podcasts there. But without further ado, let's talk about that Bible. My name is Elsa. This is Nathan. We're going to talk Job. All right. I feel like every time we come to talk about a book of the Bible, it's always like, oh my goodness, this is a crazy one. <laughs> but here we are again. This one's definitely Job. no exception. It's a beast. Yeah, it's Job. Uh, true confession, until very recently, and actually until we did this plan, I don't think I had read the whole of Job. Okay. Because it had always been like, uh, Job, this is like really like depressing and meaty, and I'd put it off. So you know, here we are. I definitely don't blame you. Um, I think I've only read it in its entirety now, like twice, maybe three times. Yeah. It's not, um, it's not like the most uplifting thing, is it? No. And that's why we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the main point of Job and it's not a hugely uplifting topic, but here we go. So I think Job is talking about whether the world works in a just way and whether God is just. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start by summarizing Job, and then we can come back to whether God is just. You know that really small it's, question. Oh yeah, we've got. Let's to, summarize it first. I mean, the the simple answer is yes, right? <laughs> there's a there's a I think what we like to Podcast call that done. trite. Podcast done. <laughs> simple and trite. Let's try and summarize Job okay. first, so that we yeah. know what we're talking about. Because well, what is Job? What's going on? It's um, what it's an immense book. It's forty some odd chapters long. Yeah if not longer. Um, and basically we open and God is holding court in heaven. Um, God is surrounded by other spiritual beings. Which you do not get very often in the Bible, I should add. So yeah, you have this heavenly scene. It's like a right? God chat. Yeah. We don't know who's seeing this. We don't know who's narrating this, but there he is. Chat. And out of the midst comes Satan and says, or actually no, God says, have you, how, does, how does that start? Well, I think he's like, oh, look at Job. God's and just bragging on Job. I think so. And then like Satan's like, uh, he's only like good because cause, uh, he wants things from you. In it's any good. case, either either God or Satan raises the t- the subject matter of Job. Yeah. And uh, and Satan's like, exactly, exactly. He's only serving you because because you're so good to him, God. Yeah. And then we move on to uh, well. Then Satan's like, how about I prove to you that I'm right? God's <laughs> like, how about I prove to you that I'm right? And then Satan's like, God's like, okay, you can go test Job. Yeah. Basically. And then Job has like a terrible time. Just his life goes totally sideways. Terrible. He, um, up until that point, he'd been a very righteous person. Um, he'd served God. He'd made sacrifices on behalf of his children in case that they uh, they got up to a little mischief while they were partying. Yeah. And uh, I love like how teenagers, you know, in ancient Hebrew culture, they're kinda, also being teenagers. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's basically the same. And uh, and so Job's praying for them. He's praying for his wife. He's working hard. He's he's living for God as best he can. And um, and then everything starts collapsing around him. Literally, like I think a house falls on his children. 
Um, his animals Lots of people die. come and like take away all these different kinds of animals. I think there's like different people coming. Irrelevant, but I just think it's funny. There's all sorts of. It's not funny, obviously, but you know. Calamities and, not, and disasters, and only one person survives, and it's just the messenger, and he comes and says, "Job, awful news. All this stuff. Everybody's happened. died. All your sheep have died. All your camels have died. Yeah. Messenger after messenger. Yeah. And then his friends pop up. He's right? got three friends. Three friends. They pop up. They're like so good at the beginning. They're like, hey, we're just going to sit with you because you're like suffering. Right. Terrible thing. They just thing. sit in silence, don't they? I was like, I'm going to write that down. That's good. And then they start doing that. Then it starts being like this back and forth, right? So one, one friend will talk for a bit and then Job will answer. Next friend, Job answers. And it does that for... I think there's three cycles of that. A lot of chapters. Yes. And then um, a fourth friend turns up out of nowhere. Elihu... Something like that. He pops up. And he's young and he's brash and he and he gets the job done and he disagrees with Job and he disagrees with their friends, but he honors God. Yeah. He lifts God up. He has a very high view of God. And what's the what's tempting while you're while we're reading Job and what's hard is that like each person is just bringing their perspective. Um yeah. each person is true, but it's not kind of universally true. So like his friends are saying, Well, you must have done something wrong. And as you're reading it, you're like, Yeah, Job has certainly done something wrong. I always think that. Sure. Yeah. Like you're, there's no way He's that you're human. perfect. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and then Job's like, no, I've done nothing wrong. And, and then Elihu comes and, and it's just like, who do you, who do you trust? Who do you believe through the whole thing? Yeah. And I'm not sure. You, you don't really have any clarity no. um, through most of the book until finally in some of the last chapters, God turns up. Yeah. And boy, does he ever turn up. He comes in in a whirlwind um, and basically tells Job, stand up, dress like a man. <laughs> Put, like a man. I think he says that, like, dress yourself like a man. I don't um, know what it means. I, I don't know. In that know. point, put a dress on. Right? <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah. Maybe if I go. Um, and, uh, and, and God just lets him have it. He's like, you're not God. I am. And... Uh, where were you when, when I laid the foundations of the earth? Where were you when yeah. um, I made it snow, when I made it rain? Have you seen the heavenly storehouses, you know, filled with snow? Have you seen these mountaintops? Have you seen the depths of the ocean? Um, were you there in deep, dark space when I did when I did this and that? Like, And Job, Job is just dumbfounded. There's nothing to say. He's done. He's done. God has the last word, and then he basically gives him double back yep at the end yeah which is another he, hard bit. only after rebuking his friends he's like yes you guys you treated job wrong the three friends elihu never gets another another mention as far as i can remember i don't think so and then um god says job you need to pray for your friends yeah um and and so that so that they can be restored as well so um thinking about those friends because the most of job is about the friends what did they tell us about um, whether God is just or whether we're seeing an unjust God, whatever. They're, his friends have a very um, simplistic view of the world. Yeah. It's very black and white. Um, either God is good and therefore God rewards good people um, or, or because you're getting, doing such so poorly in life, surely mm-hmm. you've done something wrong. God's just, you're doing bad, so you must be the bad guy. 
Um, it's a very, very black and white um, worldview. And I think that like, if we ever say, you know, like I did at the start of this video, yeah, God's just, um, like I've got all the answers. Yeah, you're just being like, man. No, I want to, I want to clarify that God is just right. Like, um, I, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly believe uh -huh. that. But when I, when I stand up and say, I have all the answers, I've got like the, the worldview that's going to solve everything, pull everything together. Um, what it does is it basically turns you into a judgmental person. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens to these friends is they become very judgmental. They, they start making up stuff like surely you've, uh, you've tortured widows or you've, you've robbed yeah. widows. Surely you've done this. Surely you've, you know, not fed, uh, the people that are in need that come to you. Surely you've turned them away empty handed or something like they just make up these well, they horrible start, like, accusations. Work out what Joe's been doing wrong to make sense, which we still do. Right. We still like, like to think, Oh, well, this is happening to someone. They are suffering in this way. We like to think we're more sophisticated than this, but we like we like victim blame, right? Oh yeah, they are like classic victim blamers. That's the, exactly what's happening here. The thing I find interesting though is that they. So at the end, and you did mention this, God is like so ticked off at them, and they've <laughs> actually stood up. They are like they have stood up and said, "God is just." Like Job, you must be wrong. Which, you know, we're saying, oh, that's not very nice, that's judgmental. But, like, they're, they seem like they're on the side of God. But then, like, he's really ticked off at them. Like, Job basically has to, like, that's save That's a them. great point. So yeah. What, what are we supposed to do with that? Like, they're, like, they seem Well, don't they be seem judgmental, religious. Yeah. Yeah? Like, oh, I've got access to God, therefore, you're doing bad. You must be doing wrong. Yeah. God is more ticked off. And that's like a theme in the Bible. Jesus to the Pharisees, um, yeah, Paul to the Galatians. It's not like an original to Job moment. I mean, yeah, it's it's early in, well, I don't know. We can talk about history, about when it was written. But yeah, it's it's a theme throughout all of the Bible, isn't it? Yeah. Which God we... does not like religious bigotry. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they just think they're doing the right thing, though. The fourth friend, he he also believes God is just, though. Mm -hmm. But it is different. Yeah, I don't think he pins it on... Um, he, he doesn't pin it on Job. No. I think he's a bit annoyed at Job. I think maybe he's annoyed at Job for how he... Um, how he blames God at one point, I think. That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> God, does, God doesn't get mad at Elihu. No, the fourth I don't friend. think so. That's the other thing, like, we see with Job, we see someone who does get annoyed at God. Like, God is not annoyed at Job in the end. That's actually interesting. He's annoyed at those friends. He's not annoyed at Job. Mm -hmm. Job has accused God of being possibly, like, unjust. Wow. Yeah. So Job has just brought his, uh, his emotions to God. Yeah. Um, after going back and forth with his friends. He's like, that's it. I want to, I want to talk to God. I want him to prove himself to me. Mm. And, um, I think that that's, that's something that like King David does. He brings all of his emotions to God. It's something that Job does. And I think that God understands like this world is, is tough and we want to see where he is and what he's doing. Um, but on the other hand, he's, he's also a lot, a lot bigger. Um, than, than we can understand and fathom. And so we don't always get the answers that we're looking for. <laughs> no, I don't think you get any of the answers. So like you're left, you read 
Job and you think, okay, so why is this dude suffering? Mm -hmm. And actually, you're kind of given the answer at the beginning, right? You've got like God and Satan having a chat. And you know the reason that Job is suffering in this instance is because Satan sort of thought that he should have a go at him. And God was like, okay. Um, So you see that, but there's no real reason outside of that. And Job never knows. Like, he never gets the answer, right? No, he doesn't. And he doesn't get an explanation for why he gets everything back. There's And there's no. never even an attempt at a reason in, no, in it's scripture. Like, it's like it's not even bothering to answer that, right? No. And the God and Satan bit is, like, very unsatisfactory. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's the point, right? It's supposed to be unsatisfactory because... <laughs> that's terrible, though. We hate well, that. Well, like, yeah, but, like, bad, we, bad stuff we. happens... Um, and we never get the answer in life. And so, um, that's, that's, that's what Job is basically opening up Mm -hmm. is like the world is not black and white. Good stuff happens to bad people. Bad stuff happens to good people, but that does not make God unjust. Oh man. All right. So we are right now reading through the Bible chronologically. Um, and so it, it appears halfway kind of like after Genesis 11, you go to, to Job. What we've seen is that there's this Satan character running around, <laughs> you know, as a snake. And then in Genesis okay. 3, God limits his authority in some way. Like he says, cursed are you. You're going mm. to be on your belly, eat the dust of the earth. Yeah. That God in some way limits Satan's authority. And Satan doesn't like this. Um, and so in, in Job, what I see is Satan saying, yeah, of course people still like you, God. Mm. You've you've taken away what I'm allowed to do with them. And it's like a, if you've ever been using an umbrella on a rainy day and you're like, has the, has the rain stopped? How bad is it out there? You pull it back. What what hits Job is like a welter of, of just a torrential downpour of rain. Like, yeah, Satan's still at large. Mm. He's still a bad guy, but God has got him like on lockdown. Um, so he's still able to, you know, go around and do his ac- accusing thing and his lying thing, but he's not going to just like drop a house on your kids. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, okay, that makes sense. So you've got like, you've got the limiting of Satan in that first bit of Genesis and then you see how that actually plays out. So that's the way I see it. Job. Yeah. As we read it chronologically, that's what I see happening. Rather than, rather than it being like, um, God is punishing job yes he just takes his thing away his his grace so like grace is something that we don't deserve Mm. um we never earn or deserve god's grace and so god is constantly i believe extending grace to every being on earth making our life better than what we deserve yeah all the time and here in job we see a sneak peek of what it could be like if god um did not limit the evil powers of this world yeah. So that's what I see when I read it chronologically. Yeah. Um, and where it does it normally, what do we learn about the book from where it normally sits in our Bible? Normally it sits um, with the wisdom literature. Um, and you mm-hmm. get Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Job. Um, and I love the work that the Bible Project did on this, kind of explaining mm. the, the evolution of wisdom literature. They, are, they build one on top of the, of the other. And so Proverbs has this very simplistic kind of black and white view Mm-hmm. Of, of the world. If you do good, good stuff is going to happen to you. If you do bad, if you sleep in and uh, you don't work, then you're going you're gonna to be poor. Yeah. And that's 
mostly true, but there's always the exceptions. And then Ecclesiastes comes along and says, the wicked prosper, what's the point mm. of life? Um, and it kind of tears up the groundwork of, of, mm. of, uh, of Proverbs. And, um, and then Job comes along and says, yeah, that's all true, but you know what? God's still just. He sits on his throne. His wisdom is way beyond our wisdom, and we've got to trust him um, whether we like it or not. And that's like really, really hard. Yeah. Um, I think the authors knew that from the very start. Um, and, and that's why Job struggles with it. That's the way his three black and white friends struggle with it. Elihu never really even gets his head around it. Yeah. It's really tough. Um, At least we see represented people struggling with it. Though. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's okay to, to like really struggle with it. The nature of sin, uh, and like I'm thinking. Adam and Eve fell, and what they did was they said, we're not going to trust you as God. We're going to take our trust from you and pull it inward. Mm. All of a sudden, the the universal um, center of right and wrong is going to rest here. And so when bad things happen to me, I'm going to say, this is wrong. Yeah. And God's saying, no, the world's quite messed up now. Um, and so to accomplish ultimate good, you're going to think that it's wrong. It's your your little world is going to experience something that that does not feel good for you in the moment, mm. and That's so like God is asking hard. for us to expand our world and allow our world to be bigger than us um, in our suffering. Ooh, it's like such a hard one to like. <laughs> this is why people are like, ooh, Job. yeah. So Job is super up- uplifting, but I believe it is because. Bad stuff is happening, but what Job is saying is that there's reason, there's point, that God is still in control, um, and and that, um, you know, Ro- Romans chapter 8, uh, and we banded about quite a lot, or can be banded about, and I don't want to just use it tritely, but but I believe it, it points in, it funnels into Job here. All things work together for good for those who love God, um, and, mm. and uh, love God and are called according to his purposes. Um, God's working stuff for good. Uh, but on a much bigger scale than we comprehend, basically. Yes. It does yeah. not mean that at the end of your life, um, you know, you on your deathbed, God's going to like turn up and be like, well, here's why your cat died when you were three. Your granny died yeah. when you were seven. You know, your your father left you when you were 12. He's, he's not going to do that. Sometimes we get glimpses of that in the world. And um, most of the time, no, no, I believe like when you walk with God, you, you do get the narrative uh, kind of unfolding. Do you mean like you do understand more of why things happen? Yes. Sometimes. Yes. But you got to hold on for a long, long time. Yeah. And it's not, it's not also like, like for like, like you, you don't not you don't get to see like, oh, you sin, this happens. Or you're like, good, mm-hmm. this happens. Like it's more. Your cat dies at three so that you can go into veterinary school and, and solve cat AIDS. Or not even that. Like, <laughs> like, um, like the. If you're if you're a good person, then you get good blessing. Yeah. Like, or you know, you follow God, and then you get a good thing. Like, Satan accuses Job at the beginning of only doing it for what he can get out of God. Yeah. So we've got to follow God because he's God. Yeah, it kind of seems like that because that's kind of what it says on the end, right? Mm -hmm. God's like, I am God, and bigger than your any of your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He he deserves it. He's God. We're not 
even though our heart cries out, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, but surely I understand. And Job's I've like, you don't understand. And that's, that's, that's Job. Yeah, we get, to, we get to see a man wrestling with just not understanding. Yes. Yeah. And he gets all the stuff back at the end, but it's not because he was good, right? I think God makes that clear. Mm -hmm. It's just grace on the end. It's just grace. There's all sorts of little droplets of grace all the way through, all the way through Job. Job keeps um, um, referencing and alluding to these incredible Christological um, foreshadowing pieces. What do you mean by Christological foreshadowing pieces? Yes. Because that's a whole bunch of like so terms. Job keeps using these phrases that the only answer to these phrases is Jesus. The only mm-hmm. um, only way that this is ever going to be solved is Jesus. Um, so at one point he's like, I wish that I had an, an advocate who could place his hand on God and place his hand on me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, who's going to touch heaven and earth at the same time? Jesus. Jesus. Uh, another point, he says, for I know my Redeemer lives and shall stand upon the earth. Mm. Um, who, who, the, who's, a, who's this Redeemer who's going to stand on the earth? Um, Jesus, right? Yeah. And then ultimately, um, the way that Job suffers, everything around him dies. He's basically died like every, to mm. everything, to the world to his wife, to his kids, to everything to him is dead. Yeah. And then God says, this is the guy that's going to restore these self-righteous friends back to God. And even Job himself mm-hmm. is a little bit like a Christ figure. Yeah, because he keeps being, standing in the gap for he these people. He stands in the gap for his friends, that's right. For Oh, gosh, yeah, for his kids at first. Yeah, for his kids on the front end and then for his friends on the back end, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all about Jesus. It is all about Jesus. Or you can read it. All about Jesus. I think Jesus read it all about Jesus. Probably. Probably. Still, but I think we're still left. It's all about Jesus, but we're still left with it's okay to be grappling with this stuff. It's yeah. okay to not be. It's a, it's a lifelong struggle. Uh, it really is. And um, for somebody who's struggling, it's just you kind of have to hold on. Just keep going, um, trusting that God is good, trusting that your Redeemer lives, has, st- has stood upon the earth. Yeah. Um, that God is, uh, is crushing um, suffering and will one day fully and finally make it right. Yeah. Um, and on that note, yeah, Job? Job, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. <laughs> the struggle is real. It's an important one, though, because the struggle is real in real mm-hmm. life. Job? Don't want to say done because that's not Job done. <laughs> done. Job, uh, the conversation is opened. Yeah, op- we're finished opening the conversation. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And Job, we're finished opening your conversation and done. Moving on. <laughs> that was about that Bible with Every Nation NYC. You can follow along the same reading plan as us, and you'll find the link for that in the notes. And you can read too. Don't forget, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at About That Bible. And you can find all our podcasts at everynationnyc.org or all the places that you can find podcasts. See you later, guys.